everyone. I am Johnson Obamainty. And I am Faye Obamainty. And we are the host of Oasis of Hope podcast. Yes, episode 52. 52. Third yes. season, to season God three. be all the glory. Amen. I know last time we talked about, you know, character character or excellence in character award right yes because we had, we had a winner we had a winner that we Who introduced yes. to everyone and um just had a chance to um listen to her heart yes. and um, who she is and what she's doing and yes. the responses have really really been yeah. So great. So um, we just uh, which are the very best, and that you continue, you know, to do great and mighty things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And seven years that we've yes. been at this, and um, mm-hmm. through yes. the help of the Lord and the wonderful, amazing um, partners that we have there financially yes. and uh, prayer wise. Uh, makes it all happen. So we're grateful. Yes, yes. Everyone. Well, my darling, how are you today? I am great. so, so thankful. I am yes. great, amazingly, just yes. wonderful. And um, you have an interesting topic that you're going to be tackling. I know, I know. You know, we had questions. all these questions. And, you know, we just have to talk about this. And, you know, because you're just so many people that are eager to hear about this. And then since we have, uh, we're kind of somewhat democratic here, and we have a lot of people that ask the same question that has to do with government, the role of Christians in national election. Very so. true. Um, all ears here to hear okay. um, what the Holy Spirit will be um, will be speaking. And so you said uh, in terms of selecting what people have requested. Yes. And so you've put that process in place. So very Amen. good. Let's Amen. get started. Why don't we begin by, you know, talking through the scriptures from 1 Corinthians 3.16. Okay. You see, 1 Corinthians 3.16, if I have to paraphrase that, I say, know ye now that ye are the temple of the Holy Spirit. You are the temple of God. So that the Holy Spirit dwell inside of us, right? That's and true. whosoever defile this temple will be destroyed. So basically what the Bible is telling us to a lot of people, a layman, when you say church, church of Christ. So people always think about the building, you know, the, the, the infrastructure, the building. But when we talk in the real sense about the, the, the church of Christ or the church of God, we're talking about the human being, the followers, the Christians, the believers, right? That's According true. to what the Bible says in Antioch, uh, in Acts, Acts uh, eleven twenty six, right? That, that they were first um, called Christians, Christians because, because they were, they were Christ-like. Christ-like. So when we established that first and foremost, and uh, there was another uh, a Christian leader. In a couple of years ago, there has a quote that I wanted to uh, talk about also, and that was uh, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis says that we as human beings, we as believers, we as Christians, we as Church of God, that we live forever. 
you know. So we as Christians live forever. However, the state or the government is temporal. You know, like my wife always say that, oh, there's no reason to fight over election. There's no reason to fight over who wins and who loses. It's just a matter of two or four years. That's you know? that's the posture. That's the posture, you know, um, of just knowing that God is always in control. Exactly. So why lose sleep over something that that you, is temporal? That is temporal. According to C.S. Lewis. And you already know that. I mean, it happens two, four years, and this is the process in place in the USA. Exactly. Other other countries have other processes in place. So when you already know the process in place, why lose sleep over that? Exactly. And then there was an amendment to the Constitution of the United States that specifically says something about religion. So it's not saying, oh, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, don't participate in religion or don't vote, don't do anything about religion. But specifically, First Amendment to the United States Constitution says, you know, that the government, you know, the government will not prevent you from exercising your religion, okay? So it says that government will have no authority on religion and we guarantee the free exercise of religion. So basically, he's saying that the U.S. Constitution will prevent the government from having any authority on religion or how you practice your religion which still which still makes um united states one of the most unique unique exceptional democratic country in the, in world. the world because we know um countries where um people are not free to express their love for god exactly. they're not free to worship god um, they're not free to congregate even in worshiping God. And we've always said it that we hope here in the United States that believers, Christians, so, will not take it for granted. So in other words, so what we're saying is that the First Amendment to U.S. Constitution prevents the government from having any authority in religion and guarantees the free exercise of religion. So uh, for us as Christians, so that means the government cannot tell us how to practice Christianity and they cannot forbid us from practicing Christianity according to First Amendment, right? Mm -hmm. So, but at the same time, we as the people, first and foremost we're Christian, but we are the people, so we have the right to vote to select people that are God-fearing, God-loving. I love that. So what is the question you will okay. be addressing so for us today? Yes, thank you for bringing <laughs> me back to that. So the question will be the role of the church in the government or national election. So, so basically, I just did all of these preambles to establish what a church is, what a government is, and the quote from C.S. Lewis, and also to establish the fact, the ramification of the first amendment to U.S. Constitution. Now, talking about the role. 
So, the most important role that we as Christians have in national government or national election is to pray. Pray. But we're not only not only national, we're mm -hmm. talking about state and local. Exactly. Thank you for calling that out as because well. Because yes, the is local is where people live and have community, and yeah, that's, that's where um, they're most affected. That's where their children go to school. That's where um, they need um, health care. That's where they buy gas. That's where they need um, um, groceries. So at the local level, as well as their state and national. Exactly. Just like, uh, you know, like my wife just said, and even for the listener, that's a bonus. That's a bonus point. Even though the question was talking about national election and then national government, but that is a bonus, and I love that because it has to begin from the family, from the family to the community, the community to the city, the city to the county, the county to the state, and the state to the nation. And, yes. I, and I think why the persons have asked you that question, focusing on the national, is because of what um, the last national one had cost in our yes, nation. The rift, the division, yes. and um, it's just brought us to this place that we've never been before as a country. Um, because as a country, we've learned through the years to basically get along um, yes. when it comes to um, anything, elections or selecting our leaders from the national aspect. Amen. So, uh, so just so, to kind of so, add a little. Yes. So now when that. we talk about prayer, that what you just shared now will help us to know what our prayer point should be. Praying for good governance, praying for good leaders, Praying for God-fearing leaders. I think that is the yeah, most yes. important. Apart from praying for good leaders, mm -hmm. I think praying for God-fearing leaders yes. is um, it's paramount because God-fearing leaders will be mm -hmm. good leaders. Exactly. And praying for people-loving leaders. Yes, yes. People mm -hmm. that actually love people. Exactly. Yeah, because people. you and I have always said it yes. that why why do something when you don't love it exactly. why you know why um take care of children if you hate children yeah. you know so yeah. yeah yeah so that is very true so they have to be the set of people or the set of leaders that love people that care about people because people want to know would these people care for us you know would they be out of touch or would they be able to empathize or would they be able to understand my need? So that is what it is like, you know, just like our Lord Jesus Christ is a good shepherd. So, And it's easy for um, elected officials to be out of touch mm -hmm. um, if they're not with the people, if they don't have a means of staying grounded with the people, visiting, so if they're national leaders, mm -hmm. visiting where people are where it's happening and doing that on a regular basis will keep, oh, will, yes. will keep you in touch with the people and know that this is the reason why you are there. You're there exactly. for the people. Not just because you won their vote. Yes, exactly. During the election time only. Yes. And then after the election, then you have to wait. There'll be a hiatus 
for another two years or four years, depending on the type of uh, uh, role that you're vying for. Yes. Mm -hmm. So now you've answered one part. Mm -hmm. You yes. said the role of the church is, mm -hmm. is to pray, to pray, yeah. pray for God-fearing yes. leaders, pray mm -hmm. for leaders that actually care yes. for people. Exactly. So that's two. And okay? then also we have to pray for ourselves for divine guidance, you know, to lead us, to give us wisdom. And also we have to, number two, vote you know you know what's um, in all elections local state and national. and national you know in um the last um pew research mm -hmm. report mm -hmm. that was shared it shows that um lower or smaller numbers of christians mm -hmm. or people that go to church or profess mm -hmm. a faith in god um very few numbers of them actually came out to vote. Mm. And so we see that that is still a problem, mm. despite what so many churches are doing to make sure they educate people about mm. what they call the issues are or, you know, the key, the important things. Mm -hmm. A lot of believers, and I that's why you're tackling this, you know, when, exactly. you, when you shared this yes. with me, I said, oh, that's very good yeah. that, you know, a lot of believers are out of touch yes. and feel that it's not really important. Exactly. And now when we're talking about voting, right? And then as Christians and as believers, so we also have to seek guidance to know the candidates and what their positions where they stand on issues. Yes, yes. Right? Because we just can't assume that, oh, well, this person is running. And that goes back to what you were just saying, that, oh, I mean, you have to go to the people. You have to know the people. You have to show the people you care. But not only during the election time. So you have to have already built that foundation, that relationship. We already build that relationship with the people, with the electorate. So, and as Christians, as believers, we have to know whether those people are telling the truth or not, or where do they stand on things that pertains to me or to you as Christians, as believers, or things of God. Yeah. Always watch out. We always say, always watch out for... Um, uh, any elected person, whether it's local, state, or national, that don't show that they care for the people and not um, connected with what affects people on a day-to-day -day basis. And then they show up around election time and say, okay, here I am again. Watch out for such. Okay. So now for you and I, is it ideal to say, you know what? Um, the candidate that I probably believe is the best candidate doesn't even stand a chance of winning. So what should I do? Now, you know, go back to what we said. Pray, then take a stand, vote, and then also make sure that you're showing that, you know what, it is possible. You know, God's will. And I like the way you put it, God is always in control. You know, no matter what, God is in control. You know, because 
the, 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 a place where the righteous rule, then the people can live in peace. Very true. That's what the Bible says. Yeah. And um, to give examples, you know, of men and women that were involved in their day-to-day -day, um, government just to let believers out there know mm -hmm. so so as not to say well they're not interested oh well no i mean if we begin from the old testament into the mm -hmm. new testament we see great examples um both men and women um mm -hmm. we see the life of nehemiah nehemiah was involved in his government he was mm -hmm. involved yes. he he nehemiah is what we'll call a marketplace minister mm -hmm. um you know today he was mm -hmm. involved in the day-to-day -day activities mm -hmm of his community, of the government. Um, we see Daniel. Um, mm. Daniel's own shows up in the model of prayer that mm. he was a he yes. was a prayerful man. He was an intercessor, a watchman that was involved mm. um, in the government. It wasn't as if, you know, he just sat down there, but he was involved. He was part of the fabric of mm. the government, but he was a dedicated prayer warrior that mm. heard from God. Then we see Joseph. We Joseph. See the life yes. of Joseph that um, Joseph purely shows us that. Also, we see the life of Moses too. Mm. Um, that yes. Moses was involved when he was in the house of you know Pharaoh. Yes. He was involved in the government. Then we see Deborah, you know, yes. one of the um, judges, judges that yes. was involved um, in. And that in, shout out to the women, to the ladies, to the sisters. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And we see that we see Deborah as one of those so and we 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 see also ezra so mm. we see ezra as a bible teacher that was yes. involved in the rebuilding of god's um house Re mm. basically involved in um you know restoration of the house of god yeah, the temple the of temple, god yes. so we see all those examples there for yeah, us I mean, esther, was, e esther yeah. was one of them mm. we see all those examples when we come mm. into the new testament we see the life of you know Saul of Tarsus who mm -hmm. became um, Paul and mm -hmm. that God used mightily mm -hmm. you know and so we see these examples they are there for us mm -hmm. just like the word of God says that every single thing written are for our own um, examples so yeah. the Bible lets us see that dedicated on fire men and women of God were involved um, one way or the other. Why? Because um, they are the light of the world, you know. Yes. Yep, that is great. So, uh, I mean, that just let us understand that, you know, it is, it is a good thing for us to be involved, you know, that we cannot, because not only, you know, when you and I are involved, uh, when brothers and sisters out there are involved, they are giving a voice to those that don't have voice. True. They are empowering those that don't have power, you know? So basically, you know, they, what they are doing is even for the young ones, for the babies, for the younger for people that, that may not have the, that opportunity even to vote or to pray in that manner. So whatever they do is giving power to the powerless. And then giving voice to those that don't have voice. Very so true. that's the impact. That's so true. Of that as, uh, as Christians, when we get involved. So another thing that we also wanted to, uh, to point out is that when you 
when you pray, when you vote, when you participate, and then also you can also help other brothers and sisters to educate them about the candidates, about those people running, and then you can also encourage them by the importance of doing all these things that we just talked about doing today. That's true. I, I know that, um, you know, before mm-hmm. we used to have, you know, a lot of people, whether it's within the community mm-hmm. or even um, at schools, mm-hmm. colleges, um, churches, um, you know, educating people about the different issues and stuff. Because, you know, for some people, um, their churches or places of worship is where they get information about their community. Exactly. You know? So especially yeah. for African-American communities, yes. African-American yes. communities, churches is not just, you know, church. Church yes. is like, you know, um, yeah. the hub of every single thing. That's that where you true. get all your information. So making sure that people have all the information they need yes. or sometimes, you know, invite, um, you know, your candidates in there so that you know people get to know who they are and um answer questions that people yes. might have yes yeah. yeah. and then what you then now going to the just to buttress what you just said you know in a lot of churches you know do some form of training formalized training or teaching or maybe offer classes that educate people or about the civics about you know, about election, about governance, about all the, how the process, you know, government process, how it's run, so that people can know how to make a good decision, a good selection, and then how to vote according to the direction of the Holy Spirit. So churches, we're encouraging church leaders, you know, to teach your members to speak from the pulpit about how this ought to be done as uh, believers and as Christians. So that will give boldness and encourage other believers or your church members to know that they, their voice count, their vote count, and they should and they ought to vote and also ought to pray, you know, without ceasing. And then also we continue to be a light because God has called us to be the light. And God has selected us to be the salt that brings sweetness, that sweeten the world, and the light that shines through all the darkness. Because, you know, a lot of people see politics, some people see politics as a corrupt place, all the law politicians are liars and stuff. So now he's inviting you and I, as believers and as Christians, to participate. Just like you just mentioned, a host of other people in the Bible that were participants in government. So that means even today, there's nothing forbidding or prohibiting us from being participants. So if you want to see or what you wanted or what you desire, what you dream about as Christians, as believers, then you got to participate. For, participate and pray for Christians to be uh, to, to be participators, so that Christians can continue to contest for election. And then what when they do, we need to support them. Yes, we need to do that. And to. especially what you just said, if they are members of our church, we need to bring it to the light and let them share 
their conviction and their, you know, because to them it's more like it's going to be more like a calling. That's true. That is true. You know, just I, like yes, just like um, we see in the different examples that we've shared um, in the Bible. That's um, very, that's very true. true. Mm. So, you know, I mean, we we can say so much all about this, but. Is really our goal is not telling an individual, oh, belong to this party, belong to this uh, party, or this affiliation, or not. But remember, we always say it's not about party's agenda. It's about it's God's not, it's agenda. It's about God's agenda. It doesn't matter whichever party you belong to, as long as you know that you know your party number one is your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And God comes first in everything that you do. And that whatsoever you do, whatsoever decision you make, you're taking the cue from the Word of God. Yes, Because yes. the Word of God is preeminence, and it tells you, is the roadmap that leads and directs you on the right path. And God's Word will never contradict itself. Exactly. So, Let's because uh, is the truth. Yes. One of the characters of God is the truth. Yeah. God is true. Yeah. And is the truth, and He would never fail us. Yeah. God's word never contradicts itself. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, mm. that's just uh, all about the time that we have for today. On, I uh, hope we already we we touch on this uh, issue and know that uh, is a very. The role. So, yes, so the role talking of the about church. the roles of the church in government, you know, so, and we can never stop and forget about prayer. So we want to go ahead and end with that number one suggestion of prayer. So prayer, vote, participate, yes. and all what we and have And encourage shared. others to do the same. Okay. Okay. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, for yet another opportunity to speak with your people. Your word, that is a miracle-working word of God, the Rema word of God. Father, we just pray, Lord, for every listener, everyone that's heard this podcast today, that even those people contemplating whether to vote or not, Lord, that they will go for the, the ladder of God, they will vote not only will they vote, oh God, they will vote their conscience, their heart, their guidance from the Holy Spirit. And Lord, always, oh God, they will pray for your people, for good governors, good leaders that care about, that truly care about people. Thank you, Father. We give you glory. We give you honor and adoration. And Lord, above all, this election will be peaceful. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And that's about all we have on this episode 52 on role of the church in government. So, until, until next time, time, stay connected. connected. We, we love, love you. you.